Welcome, my brothers and sisters, to Breaking Open the Word, the Sunday edition of the God Minute. I'm Father Michael. You know, as many of you know, this is our September Spirit Month in which we celebrate our Vincentian family and heritage. Because at the end of this month, on September the 27th, the whole church celebrates our founder, St. Vincent de Paul. You are a part of the Vincentian family now as members of the Godminute community. So we want to welcome all of you, and especially those of you who are brand new listeners to the Godminute. Welcome. Beloved of God, today we celebrate the 24th Sunday in Ordinary Time, and the gospel chosen for us today is taken from the 15th chapter of Luke's gospel, verses 1 through 32. So, it's a little lengthy, but let's just place ourselves in the presence of God and that we might listen to his word proclaimed to us today. Tax collectors and sinners were all drawing near to listen to Jesus, but the Pharisees and the scribes began to complain, saying, This man eats with sinners and welcomes them at his table. So to them, Jesus addressed this parable. What man among you, having a hundred sheep and losing one of them, would not leave the ninety-nine in the desert and go after the lost one, until he finds it? And when he does find it, he sets it on his shoulders with great joy. And upon his arrival home, he calls together his friends and neighbors and says to them, Rejoice with me, because I have found my lost sheep. I tell you, in just the same way, there will be more joy in heaven over one sinner who repents than over 99 righteous people who have no need of repentance. Or what woman, having 10 coins and losing one, would not light a lamp and sweep the house, searching carefully until she finds it? And when she does find it, she calls together her friends and neighbors and says to them, Rejoice with me, because I have found the coin that I lost. In just the same way, I tell you, there will be rejoicing among the angels of God over one sinner who repents. Then he said to them, A man had two sons, and the younger son said to his father, Father, give me the share of your estate that should come to me. So the father divided the property between them. After a few days, the younger son collected all his belongings and set off to a distant country where he squandered his inheritance on a life of dissipation. When he had freely spent everything, a severe famine struck that country and he found himself in dire need. So he hired himself out to one of the local citizens who sent him to his farm to tend the swine and he longed to eat and fill his body with the pods on which the swine fed, but nobody gave him any. Coming to his senses, he thought, how many of my father's hired workers have more than enough food to eat, but here I am dying of hunger. I shall get up and go to my father, and I shall say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and against you. I no longer deserve to be called your son. Treat me as you would treat one of your hired workers. 
So he got up and went back to his father. While he was still a long way off, his father caught sight of him and was filled with compassion. He ran to his son, embraced him, and kissed him. His son said to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and against you. I no longer deserve to be called your son. But his father ordered his servants quickly, Bring the finest robe and put it on him. Put a ring on his finger and sandals on his feet. Take the fattened calf and slaughter it. Then let us celebrate with a feast, because this son of mine was dead and has come to life again. He was lost and has been found. Then the celebration began. Now the older son had been out in the fields, and on his way back he returned to home and he heard the sound of music and dancing. He called one of the servants over and he asked him what this might mean. The servant said to him, Your brother has returned, and your father has slaughtered the fattened calf because he has him back safe and sound. The brother became angry, and when he refused to enter the house, his father came out and pleaded with him. He said to his father in reply, Look, all these years I served you, and not once did I disobey your orders. Yet you never gave me even a young goat or feast to have with my friends. But now, when this son of yours returns, who swallowed up your property with prostitutes, for him you slaughter the fattened calf. The father replied, My son, you are here with me always. Everything I have is yours. But now we must celebrate and rejoice because your brother was dead and has come to life again. He was lost and has been found. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Isn't that one of the most profound and beautiful stories that we have from Jesus directly in the scriptures? Magnificent. The pastor told the story of the prodigal son to a first grade class. And to check on their understanding, he asked, Okay, who was the unhappy character in the story when the prodigal son returned? And an eager boy raised his hand and stated the simple truth, the fatted calf. <laughs> oh my goodness. Out of the mouths of babes. Let me ask you a question. Would Jesus be comfortable at your table? What would he find when he arrived? Would you use the good china if there is such a thing these days? Or would you use paper plates? Would you make sure that everyone was there for dinner or would there be excuses of one or more family members having to be out at an event or a practice? Would you do anything special in the way of preparation? Would you dress differently for that dinner? Would the menu be something extraordinary? And would you 
have a conversation prepared that was reasonable for Jesus. You see, in the gospel today, Jesus is accused of eating with sinners. So I believe, in fact, Jesus would be certainly comfortable at our table. However, the question remains, would we be comfortable with him at our table? Aside from the proclamation of the passion during Lent and some of those other longer gospels, today's gospel is rather lengthy but it's also very familiar to us. Sometimes so familiar that we really don't hear the numerous messages that are packed into this simple, blessed passage of the gospel. The most obvious and overall lesson is the mercy of God and his desire to bring us back when we have gone astray, to welcome us when we return. And our return, he expresses, with great joy and rejoicing, giving a feast. Jesus tells about the lost sheep being found, the woman who finds the lost coin, and finally this beautiful passage of the prodigal son. In each of these experiences, there is great rejoicing when what was lost has been found. Perhaps this is why Jesus invites us to his table in the Eucharistic feast. Maybe he is concerned that We're afraid or ashamed to have him at our table, so he takes the initiative to invite us to his table. This invitation reassures us that he is very comfortable with us and wants to change us from sinners to saints. We're familiar with the story of the prodigal son. Many books, sermons, homilies have been written on this parable. In fact, if you recall, during Lent, the God Minute Book Club read this profound book by Henri Nouwen called The The Return of the Prodigal Son. Many individuals provided their personal insight and once again affirmed the inspiration that this book and the parable provides. Depending on the message people wanted to bring to fruition regarding this particular parable, parable, sometimes the parable was referred to as the parable of the forgiving father. This parable is so profound because it's so relatable to all of us. And the message is so necessary for us to hear. How many times have you been a prodigal son? Or when were you jealous like the brother? Yet our ultimate goal is to be like the father, to be forgiving and merciful. Beloved of God, take time to reflect upon this today. Who do you need to forgive or who do you need to show mercy to? today at your table and throughout the week. Know that the Lord is with you. Dine with him comfortably, knowing that he wants only the best for you. And see if his presence isn't enough to go from lost to found, from jealousy to blessing. May Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. 
Hey, before we close today, I just want to remind you that on Mondays during the month of September, we're asking our listeners to forward the podcast for that day. Last week, over a thousand individuals were invited to join the God Minute for the first time. So if you're listening today, welcome. Good job, those of you who sent it out. Keep up the good work. And this Monday, if you'll forward uh, the podcast in this September spirit time, you can do so by um, forwarding through our app or through the link that was sent to you by email last week. In the meantime, take good care of yourself and one another and be merciful. And we'll see you tomorrow. God bless.